Okay. We are officially live. I am just waiting for people to come in, so just bear with me. Hello, Tabitha. You guys might hear dog toy squeaks in the background. I apologize. We were outside up until just a few moments ago, and when that happens, Mr. Riddle likes to uh, demand a room. <laughs> he, by the way, will be one year old tomorrow, which, like, we can't even believe. Excited to hear the news. Me too, actually. <clears throat> you guys are going to know first. First and foremost, because uh, it's something we just kind of came up with. Uh, well, it's not something we just came up with, but it is something we've been talking about for a while, but now we are going to be moving forward with it. So, alrighty. So, just waiting for a few more people to enter. We've got eight of us in here, waiting for Landon to get in here. He just got in here. Catherine is in here. Woohoo! Hello, hello. Hello. There we go. Yo, yo. Got you on the soundboard. Perfect. Can you hear me okay? Great. <clears throat> Let me share. Okay. Catherine is going to go share, and then once she is back, we will start. Uh-oh. first live woohoo this is our first live of the month which we are may may the fourth be with you may the fourth be with you <laughs> may the fourth be with everybody too <laughs> okay we are back in all right perfect okay guys so um a lot of things has been have been going on in the world, and we're going to be talking about a few things today. As things are progressing in the world, I'm also going to be talking about it. It's basically going to be like what's basically popular in the world at the moment. So uh, today we're going to be talking about abortion laws. We are going to be talking about um, Dylan, Dylan, and then we're going to also be talking about uh, uh, the Dalai Lama. I just totally lost all of that. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, so if you guys want to take a listen, and then we are going to be making a big announcement at the end of this live. So just wanted to let you guys know that. Alrighty. Okay, so obviously a lot of things have been going on in relation to abortion laws in certain states. It has become extremely concerning. Now, not necessarily because, you know, it sets us back years and years in womenhood. It's the fact that women are losing the rights over their own body that is extremely concerning, at least in my opinion. I think a big piece of the miscommunication surrounding abortion is that people that think that it's like a, a form of birth control, when in fact it's really not, there will be some, you know, people that do take it to the extreme, yes. But that doesn't mean everyone does. And most of the time, uh, the, and, uh, most of the time abortion is like, you know, the last resort, obviously. Sometimes it comes down to being sexually raped, 
abused. There's so much trauma. Sorry, I just lost my screen here. There we go. There's so much trauma when it comes to abortion. <clears throat> now, abortion always stays in the back of your mind. You always like feel guilty about it one way or another. So people don't like it. It's not an easy choice, but it is a choice that a lot of, a woman, a lot of, <laughs> that a lot of women should have the right to make on their own. Absolutely. <coughs> definitely should. Hello, Ash. Hello, Edith. Hello, Dina. Hello, Sarah. What's going on? Hello, Jessica. Welcome, welcome, <coughs> welcome, everybody coming in. Just a little recap right now. We're just talking about abortion laws going on around the states and everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. For everybody that's just coming in now. So a lot, a lot, a lot of people ask me about abortion babies. And I want to talk about that a little bit as well. Aborted children understand that their mother, more than anyone else in the world, they are physically connected to. So they understand them. They share that same connection. Aborted children understand that it is okay. It wasn't meant to be. It wasn't supposed to happen. They don't blame their mom or dad. They also find ways to come back one way or another, whether it's through an animal or another child or a relative, or a niece, or a nephew, or a grandchild, they come back in some sort of way. They don't have anger. What they do have is no physical pain, no hurt. They have no function. The brain is not developed. Maybe the function of the heart is developed, yes, but the brain is what carries all the memories, all our functionality, all the emotions. So they can't really comprehend pain. There are a lot of humans out there that get hung up on the fact that they're thinking about a physical baby, as if to say that child that is born full functioning with their brain intact. But it's the same as having, you know, it's it's the same as like, you know, an, an egg, for instance, like in a, before it's been fertilized, you know, it's not completely living, you know? Yes. And another thing, too, is people also have to realize the consequences of what will happen to that child when it's born as well. Like, some kids shouldn't be born into certain houses. I think there are things in the world that are worse than being dead, honestly. And some women don't connect with their children, and then they drown them. You know what I mean? Some women, some men kill their families. Like, it, it, it's crazy. The world is crazy one way or another, and I just... It, I know a lot of people hold on to the religious aspect of it, but I feel in the Bible sense of things as well, um, there's a lot of misconstrued information there. So I don't believe there's any sort of hate in the, like, I know there's a higher power. There is. I personally cannot touch the higher power. I never have tried to. But I know that there are people that can. But the higher power doesn't discriminate or hate or judge people based on hard decisions they have to make. So just kind of keep that in mind as well. Um, when it comes to the abortion laws right now, guys, I really feel like there are going to be some scary situations that happen in a few states. They will throw these laws in place 
And then we will have crazy situations take place where it's not black and white. There's a lot of gray. And it'll just get too complicated that they'll just remove it altogether. There will be some states that have the abortion law, the abortion law ban will be on its way, but then stopped because of what's happening in other states. So I do not see that this will stick. And with that being said, there are a lot of women and a lot of men that are pro-women that are up and coming in politics. So there won't be a lot of, let's take this away. It's going to be more of like, let's improve this. So we've got a bit of a battle, but I, I really do feel like the abortion laws will get to a much, much better place and will keep like the religious aspect out of it more so. <sighs> it is really sad, honestly. Do you think people complaining about the bans will help things change? Um, I think complaining about it won't necessarily change it. Maybe like striking about it, maybe standing, maybe protesting. Protesting right now is a little scary, and I understand why a lot of people have not gone forward, hence Black Lives Matter a few years back. Um, but I really feel like we got to keep fighting. We are. There are people out there fighting, but we need more, more involvement. Once we get like a bigger group involved, I, you know, I'll take it back to the Canadians with the, uh, the convoy and the, all the protesters there about the vaccine. God, if we put that much effort into an abortion law ban, like I can only imagine the results we would get. You know what I mean? Absolutely. We are too, Trista, as well. I fear for my F to M son and my nibbling. Absolutely. It, all it, the LBGTQ community as well. We are, we all got to fight. Everybody's got to fight together. I hope our future children will never have to worry about this battle. Absolutely. That's why we got to fight for it now. But you know what I've noticed that the kids nowadays, the kids this age, the new generation kids, they don't care. Like they are, they're out there. They're standing up for, you know, their own rights, their own selves. Like uh, these kids coming out are not the same kids like 20 years ago. These kids are like not afraid of anything. And they are like, they're protesting in school, doing walkouts and all kinds of stuff as well, because they don't like the laws going on either. And you got to let your kids do it. <clears throat> That's another question. Do you think they will stop attacking trans people, too? I'm tired of all the hate. Oh, my goodness. Well, that brings me into our next topic here. But I did want to give a timeline. I'd say we have about two years more of this nonsense with the abortion laws. <sighs> so hold our breath. It will get better. It will get better. I, I can promise you that. Um, okay. The next thing I wanted to talk about was Dylan Mulvaney. Now, recently, Dylan Mulvaney had posted about a partnership with a beer company in celebration of her one-year anniversary of being a girl. And it didn't take long for people on the right <laughs> to become enraged with this video, including boycotting Bud Light and Kid Rock even shared a video of himself 
shooting up a case of it like that's going to do some sort of special to it. <sighs> um, now, this is honestly like incredibly terrible because I can see how much the hate has broke her spirit, like so much so that she wishes she wasn't such a controversial figure like she wishes that she could have lived her life without being hated by so many people like she just wants peace and quiet and not to have any of the nonsense and the hate and it is so true all she's doing is living her true life people making fun of her people getting angry because there are companies out there that want to progress in the correct in the correct way and you know, you may not understand it. You may not understand being trans. You, you don't really have to if you don't want to, but accepting people for their differences, allowing these people to live in the world, stop trying to control other people and how they are. Just because it doesn't make sense to you doesn't make sense. It doesn't mean it doesn't make sense to others. <sighs> what doesn't make doesn't sense make is that all the things going on in the world with this hate. So, I can tell you this. Now, Dylan, I'm I'm glad is going to start to pull away from the TikTok side of things more and more so um because she doesn't need it anymore, honestly. She has so much more that she can do, but I do feel like she's going to pull away from a lot of that. Um she is there's going to be so much more coming her way. She's going to have surprises here and there, left, right, and center. And I also feel like she's going to make a huge difference in the trans community. She's helping all of those girls that are struggling to just leave their home, including my own daughter. My daughter is trans, and it is very hard for her to leave her own home, let alone anything else, uh, because she is frightened. And she lives in Canada. And Dylan lives in the USA, and the USA for trans people right now is, is a little scary. Now, it's not scary everywhere all day, all night, but it is a scary place. Um, but to my trans followers and my LBGTQ followers and my drag queen followers, just know, guys, this is going to change. All of this nonsense is going to change. Basically, what's happening here, I feel like... And I'm gonna, I, I hate to do this, but this is not every government official, and I just want to put that out there. Um, there is going to be like a child ring that eventually comes down. And I think I've talked about it in the past before with, uh, what's his name? Um, Epstein? No, Ashton, no, Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher. Oh, Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, we talked about that with Ashton. He does the... He's been trying to get a few uh, pedophile rings uh, brought down. Yes, yes. Yes. So when that happens, they are going to obtain getting files and documentation from a lot of government officials that will be named as men and a couple of women that are engaging in child pornography in soliciting children like and hiding children like there's going to be all of these things that come out and the stuff with the trans laws and the taking away drag queens rights to read children's stories and everything is going to be placed on pause and everyone's going to be focusing their energy into this crazy rigmarole of nonsense that will happen 
I do feel like the trans laws will change in a good way. I do feel like they're not going to get to a dangerous place. I do see a lot of blocks coming in for a lot of different um, laws that are going to be passed. When it comes to the dry cleans, um, there's going to be a lot of like positive drag queen options like people are going to hire drag queens to come to their parties for their children like there is going to be a lot of people against the nonsense going on um do you know that prop eight no hate back yes. in the day back there's the going to be something like that that comes forward it's going to be a new improved option where celebrities stand together with the lbgtq community so there is going to be a lot of great things that do come. That will be awesome. I cannot wait for that to happen. Let's look at the comments here real quick. Yes, they already spent the money on buying the beer. So, like, I mean, Bud Light doesn't give a shit what you guys are doing with it after you have paid for it and walked out of the store with it. If you want to fucking open each can and just dump it on the side of the road, that's your problem. You want to take an AK-47 and blow it the hell up. I mean, I it, that's a waste of beer, but I mean, that's your choice. You can do whatever you want with it after, as long as you've paid for it. It is crazy how these people are going nuts over that. Kid Rock is dumb altogether, he thinks, because his son is black. That rids him of racism, yet he bashes black people and then puts them down. Apparently, it's okay because his son's black. Yeah, that, he's, he's a dumbass. I mean... He just, you know, does those southern things, but no, he is not excused. He's not excused because he's a celebrity or anything or who he has in his family, period. Yep, Chris yeah, Rock, Chris is, Rock just is just pinpointing himself as a person that... Person not Chris that, Rock, no, Kid Rock. No, I said Kid Rock. Yeah, you said Chris. I'm tired today, guys, sorry. Kid Rock is just somebody that I you can just pin as a non-safe place and he's an idiot because he could have had a lot of people like african-american people and um lbgtq community people like just following him you know he's an, he could have been there he could have been an idol for people but instead he's decided to go right and stick with the people that hate because that's apparently okay Yeah, guys, the trans laws definitely, as Liz just stated just a little bit ago, it's going to be an uphill battle, but uh, they're going to get better. Celebrities are going to stand together. We're going to, we got to just keep fighting. I know everybody's scared. I know everybody is freaking out, but we got to just continue to be who you are and we got to continue to keep fighting. Yeah, we got to remember back to those days like where, you know, people have had to fight for their rights. And unfortunately, it shouldn't be this way. But again, we got to go back and just do it again. So it will happen. Like, oh, it's just a long battle of nonsense. And uh, once all of these men, by the way, that are mostly men that are outed, and the list gets revealed of, like, these men that have been downloading, like, children porn. Like, it's going to be crazy. There's going to be some shocking revolutions, even including some celebrities that like to play nice, too. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. As time... Ah, hello, Jackie. As time progresses, I'll be able to see more and more, like, this information that I got about 
this, uh, like the documentation that are going to be like downloaded and like leaked to the internet. Like I saw all that happening. I was like, holy shit. So it's got to be coming sooner and sooner because I keep seeing more and more detail about it. Um, um, yay. I'm excited for that. Okay. Okay. Now let's see. What else was I going to talk about? Oh, yes. Now our last and final topic for this evening that I wanted to discuss. <laughs> uh, it's going to be the Dalai Lama. Oh my God. Right, right. I can't even describe my emotions in this particular situation. Now, for those of you who did not see this, uh, basically the Dalai Lama was doing some sort of ceremony and there was a young boy who had come forward and, you know, they were having a conversation. I think he asked him for, like, a kiss or something or a hug. And then he told the child to suck his tongue. Now, he eventually came out uh, because of his... He eventually, he came out, like, to apologize uh, for the obvious controversial situation that took place. But listen to what he said. And I'm quoting this. His holiness wishes to apologize to the boy and his family. His holiness often teases people he meets in an innocent and playful way, even in public and before cameras. He regrets this incident. Uh, I'm sorry, but that just sounds like a big excuse, and I'm not really sure how telling a child to suck his tongue being innocent in any capacity, but that's just my opinion there. Um... In 2005, there was also an, in an, inter an interview with a British, uh, British broadcaster, and the Dalai Lama said that his successor uh, would be a woman, and uh, that she has to be very attractive or she would not be useful. People thought that was ridiculous. Again, in June of 2019, another journalist asked about his previous comment about the uh, woman being attractive and he said that if she was not attractive that they would not want to see her face so he just keeps making these very unusual statements so he's like a kitty diddler and a womanizer basically pretty, pretty much like it's actually kind of wild now i know that there is much much more out there in the sense of what he has done and i didn't get to spend too much time on the particulars but as soon as this situation transpired i had a bunch of different visions and i wanted to talk to you guys about it uh, i don't necessarily feel like it's being placed in the media because of his position in the world but i can explain this first and foremost i do believe that he is a child predator. I believe that he's been a child predator pretty much his entire adult life. I personally believe that he normally keeps these things under wraps. And I also feel like he's had multiple victims and that's pretty sad. He has an interest in children between the ages of eight and 12. It's more so like the, pubre the pubescent stage. I feel as though he kept things under wraps, um, and I feel like there are many people that he has had relationships with around him that celebrate him already know and have known about his behavior. I think there might be something consent written that you can't talk about it. 
But anyways, they don't necessarily NDA order. Yeah. Yeah. Non disclosure order. They, um they don't necessarily agree with it, but they they deal with it. Now I yeah, do feel I... like the Dalai Lama has a bit of dementia going on. And I feel as though he has forgot where he was and for brief moments at a time, in this particular moment specifically. I feel like he went back to those memories where he would make suggestions to little boys and he would start with the mouth and work his way down with other body parts. Now, this is no joking or testing people thing as he's claimed in the quote that he had. He, this kid is a child, obviously, and it's disgusting one way or another. Now, this kid is going to be on the internet for the rest of his life because the Dalai Lama inappropriately asked him to suck his tongue in front of a million people worldwide. None of this should be happening, but there's definitely a glimpse into what has happened in this man's past. So, I feel as though they're going to continue to brush it under the rug, and in my opinion, if I was someone who had the position in the world to remove this man from being able to communicate with children, I would. But it doesn't seem to be a concern. And in fact, I feel like it's going to continue to not be a concern. There will eventually be talk in the media of his dementia. I do believe that this right now is the early stages, and they don't necessarily know, but they definitely have some suspicion around it. And I don't believe it's been officially diagnosed yet. I do feel like they're going to fight like hell to make it seem as though the dementia is the reason that he's been acting out. The dementia is not the reason things have been acting out. It's because he's going back in time in those moments with kids. And he's not paying attention to the people around him. What people fail to realize in dementia, that is exactly how or whatever they were hiding in their life comes out and they no longer are like hiding that person. So like even if someone was like a serial killer or someone who's killed somebody and they kept that secret their whole life, dementia or Alzheimer's is the same thing. They will bring out those memories. They will come out because they've been being hidden. Yeah. Just watch your children, guys. Even if you don't think anything is going on with your kids keep talking to them remind them that there are bad people in the world <sighs> now i don't really see that this man will receive any consequences for his actions because of his status there might be a couple of other comments that he makes in public here and there but i don't believe he'll be caught on camera doing anything along the lines of children ever again because his publicist and everybody else surrounding him will make sure that he doesn't. There will be other figures in the world, and they will come out as pedophiles, and yeah, it will shock and rock the world one day, and we will talk about that when that comes to flourishing too. Uh, Lisa, so we talked about the women's rights, we talked about the LBGTQ and trans rights going on right now, and also the stuff surrounding the drag queens and everything. And then uh, Liz is just uh, finishing up talking about the Dalai Lama situation. Uh, but guys, just remember, if you have missed anything, 
we do upload this later on so you guys can listen to it later on after. Yes, we usually upload the live episodes the same time we upload the exclusive content so that there's always kind of a flow of something coming out for you guys. So that will be tomorrow. That child is probably made to feel like he should be grateful for the attention he was giving. Right, though? Like, I agree. I absolutely agree with you. Yep, being put in that position for all to see. Yep, absolutely. They're playing it up to like that to him. Absolutely. And, you know, like, it's not like the dude came out and, like, spoke publicly so you can see the sincerity. Like, there was just nothing. It's just very icky. And, of course, nobody is talking about it. I mean, yeah, a few people are talking about it, but I, can, I don't see anyone going forward to trying to, you know, make any accusations towards him, so. <sighs> it, and they won't, most likely. No, but I do feel, I do feel like there will be a few children that aren't children anymore that may come forward and talk about their experiences once this man dies. Let's hope, let's hope. <clears throat> Absolutely. These kids do definitely need to be saved. Oh, my gosh. Alrighty. Well, we have covered the three topics. How do you keep your emotions out of things spirits show you? Um, honestly, Brandy, it's kind of like being a doctor when you have to, like, perform surgery and, like, your intense situations. Like, you got to be good at it. I can keep my emotions out of most of it, but sometimes it gets me. It's not always, but I deal with talking with death and dying all day long. So I'm kind of used to it at this point. Um, like I said, there are a few that do get to me, especially kids, like kids that have died. And I've seen like horrific death. Obviously there's kids, every kid's had a horrific death, but I just mean like, some brutal, like raped, abused, beaten kids, elderly people, dogs. Like it's it's, it's hard. It's kind of like Gabriel or Kyron Horman and stuff like that, and the Skelton brothers. Absolutely, absolutely, and, uh, and uh, um, another one was Judith Barcy. Judith Barcy was another one that I had a very hard time, and even uh, Jean Benet Ramsey was pretty tough too. She, but she, the way she showed me, she was more of like an adult. Like she didn't really like she didn't really come in as a kid too much, so it's a little easier when they do that. Yes, Gabriel case. Yes, I agree that I. Oh my God, I remember listening to like a half an hour of that documentary, and I was like, Nope, I'm out. I am going to be announcing something for the change. Uh, I am doing that. That was going to be the final thing. I just wanted to make sure you guys didn't have any, um, have any questions. Like, questions on on yeah, Jackie, topics. obviously, uh, no, the Dalai Lama is not the only person who does this to abuse kids. We all already kind of know, but people want to avoid it. But we know priests and certain coaches. There's lots of different people out there in the world that have jobs, teachers, Lots of different people that have jobs that are surrounding children that unfortunately are not so nice and not uh, what they seem to be. It'll all come out eventually. This is just literally the iceberg breaking off now, cutting into the Titanic. Pretty much. Alrighty. Okay, well, if we don't have any questions, then I guess we will move on to the next section of the evening here. 
So the big announcement that Landon and I have been talking about, um, now obviously we started off on TikTok and then we hit uh, Podbean and uh, we've decided that although the Podbean podcast is doing okay in the sense of use, we've done a lot of research and found out the most of the reason that people don't necessarily listen consistently is because they have a hard time keeping the connection to the audio. I know a lot of people like it, so I do it, but there's a lot of people out there that prefer to see a physical image. So what we've decided to do is we are going to be starting the process of transforming the podcast over to YouTube and making episodes in the video aspect as well. Now, how is that being done? Basically, that will not start until January of 2023. 2024, sorry, we're in 2023 now. As of January 2024, so on our third year anniversary, we will be advertising everything on the YouTube channel. <clears throat> Basically, what's going to happen is we will still continue to keep this podcast on the audio side over here, but as of January, we will be matching it over with video. Now, with the video clips you guys will be seeing, it's not just going to be me sitting there explaining the cases and telling you what I see all the time. There will be some episodes like that, but there will also be episodes where Landon and I go into the world and actually explore areas of where people have died or where I feel like people are, and it really depends on what area it is, basically. We also plan to revamp all of the old episodes. So any episode that we have done on the podcast, uh, not all of them, but like most of them, especially the case-related ones, we will be doing another episode on the YouTube channel. We'll be working on those slowly as well. But we will also be adding more details and more things that we see. Because as time progresses, I do get more and more details. So that is something we will also be doing on this channel. Now, it is going to take a little bit of time for us to get everything prepared. Because when it comes to the video side of things, it's a little bit more difficult. Uh, we got to figure out all the little nitty gritty things behind it. But that's basically what we're going to do. Um, we are going to be doing a pretty significant contest uh, for this YouTube channel for the first episode to be aired. We will be getting everybody to basically choose between, I think, five options, and then uh, whoever, we're going to get everyone to subscribe over to the YouTube channel, like, and by subscribing, I'm talking about, like, becoming a follower and hitting the notification bell. And if you do that, you'll get an opportunity to vote, and then we'll make an announcement, and then we'll go out and do it. So... I'm excited. We're both excited for this one. Woohoo! Yay! So, uh, that's a good question. If it changes anything for the exclusive side, there will eventually be a change. I may take the exclusive side completely off on the podcast side of it and then just transform it over to the YouTube side of it. That's probably how we're going to go about doing it. I don't have all the particulars yet. We tried to see if there was an option to add a video element to Podbean. Unfortunately, there is not. So that is why we have to transition it over to YouTube, which is great. And uh, it's going to be exciting. So I cannot wait.
Of course, there's going to always be a Halloween special. Uh, we will talk about that later in the year, though. We uh, whenever, aren't whenever, going to disclose that right whenever now. Whenever there's when Halloween, uh, you can expect an entire month of October, even sometimes in September, maybe even a little bit into November, where you're going to get a lot of spooky stuff. Me and Landon, we got married on Halloween. We are obsessed with Halloween. Anytime October rolls around, you can absolutely expect it. So I'm excited. So yeah, that is basically, it's going to be, it's never too early to talk about Halloween. You're so not wrong. Um, <clears throat> will there be someone to explain? Absolutely not. YouTube Halloween is my favorite holiday. I'm not tech savvy. Absolutely, Brandy. We will definitely do it all. Um, it's going to take us some time to get everything over, which is why we're not releasing it to until January. But like, I'm excited. So I'll give you an example of what happened. I just recently completed the episode of Michelle Parker. Is it Michelle Parker? I'm pretty sure it's Michelle Parker. It's Michelle Parker. I'm not I'm, sure. Yeah, it's yeah, Michelle it's... Parker. Anyway, I just, yes, Parker. Thank you for, I, I just wanted to make sure because it just didn't sound right. Anyways, um, because I was kind of in that vicinity for a brief period of time, I was kind of able to pinpoint where I felt like where her body was. So, like, I feel like... Yes, the people's court, girl. Yes, the people, yes. exactly. Um, so I just finished that episode, like, a few days ago. And, like, I, I'm hoping that at some point when I do this re-episode, so, like, when I upload it again to the YouTube channel, I'm going to be able to go there. And maybe, maybe I'll have a bigger audience. Maybe more people will be interested in listening. I, we are going to show all aspects of it. So it'll be totally like naked. We are going to be putting it all out there. It's going to be fun and exciting and I can't wait. Oh my God. I had no idea. Like when I did Michelle Parker's episode, I had no idea. Like, so just so you guys know, Canada, for whatever reason, a lot of like things, unless you have like, um, like a, a box that gets like millions and millions of channels, um, we are like under a rock. The difference in television in the sense of like documentaries and like this and that, like when you guys always like threw cases at me, I'd be like, where are they getting all this information from? I'd look up documentaries here and there and everywhere and I would have nothing. As I've scrolled through freaking Hulu and Peacock and all these other apps, I've found all of these documentaries that could have been helpful while doing the episodes previously. So it's great. But yeah, anyway, so that was basically the big, big reveal. Um, we're very excited. I cannot wait to show you guys how that's going to work out. I'm excited to get out and uh, out and about and do those like live action uh, uh, pod podcast live action recordings and interacting with Eileen. Eileen, uh, even though some of you aren't necessarily a fan, Eileen, her energy, she's hilarious and she like wants to be on TV all the damn time. So you can definitely count on her coming through. Even Tupac, Tupac has been like. Girl, you get it. Like, so, uh, you know, uh, you know, yeah. Eileen's cool. Eileen's cool for sure. And, um, and even, well, Notorious B.I.G. haven't had him around in a while. Uh, he likes to spend a lot of time in, uh, 
um, California is where he prefers to be. So, yeah. Isn't that funny? <laughs> She's my new bestie. Ah! No, I actually love her. She helps you with shows. Yes, she does help. She helps a lot. She, she like, so Landon and I were trying to come up with our logo because we want to, like, do a picture of us together on the logo. And she, like, wants, so we want to do, like, a cartoon of us. And she wants to be in the background. And it's so funny. Like, I was literally in the middle of telling Landon, like, my vision. <clears throat> and he, and I'm like, okay, Eileen, yeah, that's great that you want to be involved, you know. <laughs> it is funny. She's hilarious. <clears throat> I also, I also wanted to let you guys know, so I will not be disclosing, like, Landon and I don't have any particular place that we're currently living. Living, We are, like, traveling, basically, at this point. We're living the dream. We're not telling people where we are, though, because it's too much. Uh, when we were stuck in Newfoundland, like, we had a lot of shit going on. I know I, I put a bit of a brief video out there on TikTok and on the Facebook group page, but... I only gave the very, very bare minimum of what took place in the last six months, but I feel so much better now. Like, the creative juices are flowing, and yeah, we're going to get back on track, so I am super excited. And, oh my gosh, by the way, I'm working on the West Memphis 3 case right now. Holy shit. <laughs> wow. So, um, I've got two documentaries to watch with three episodes each. So I am looking forward to getting that done. Um, I knew it was going to be a two-parter. <laughs> I'm so bummed that it's got to be a two-parter, but damn, it's going to be good. Oh, that's the other thing I want to mention. When we do make the episodes on YouTube, they will be much, much, much longer than 20 minutes, which is what I like. <laughs> We all know you do. Yep. Documentary junkie. Yes, we are trying to live the dream. That is what we are trying to do. Yes, we're trying to be seen. We're trying to scream out to the world. So, <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that, I think, wraps up our evening. Again, tomorrow we will be dropping the episode of Caddy Caddy. No, Samantha, the West Memphis Three is uh, about uh, three little boys um and one of them i believe was the one that was uh or somebody else uh it's related to uh the stranger things the eddie in stranger things that happened there that's what it's about not the mom daughter and friend um yes i love you so much for what you do oh thank you so much uh, yes, we will definitely have a great evening. I hope you guys have a great evening tomorrow. Like I said, Caddy Cabin Murder is coming out. Guys, I like I love the stories that have like um like a full-blown crazy twisted story in it. And uh, the Caddy Cabin Murders is like from so long ago, but I just had this like intense connection to it so i hope you guys enjoy it is on the exclusive side if you guys are not part of the exclusive side please become part of the exclusive side so we can continue to provide you with great content and then me and landon can get a sick ass uh, uh <laughs> camera to record me on these ventures which will be fun i'm hoping i get a few spooky moments in there for you guys too so that's what i'm hoping for that's what we're all hoping for i hope you guys enjoy your evening Take care.